Was that like an uh, ho- uh? I haven't heard that in so long. Like, like I, I haven't heard ahoy in so long. It's been, it's been like ages. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Did you say ahoy? No. Okay. Well, I went crazy. But hey, you know what? It's episode number eighty-four, of the Unknown Games Podcast, and we uh, we're happy to have you all here. If you're listening uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, welcome to the YouTube. We record every Monday here in Japan at nine PM JST, which means it's like eight AM uh, if you're in the East Coast of the US. And then, of course, if you're listening through the normal methods of uh, iTunes or Google, I was going to say Google Spotify, but that doesn't exist. You know, Google Podcast, Google Spotify, or, not yet. I'm like the only one I, I feel like who uses Google Podcast. That's your podcasting yeah, uh, that's, service. You use, you use Google Podcast the most. Yeah, I use Google Podcasting the most. I'm like, I, I don't think anyone else uses it, but I, I'm just so used to using it that it's it's really convenient for me. It's just all you know, it's on on my phone, and I'm just like, hey, is it's it on your worked. phone by default or what? Uh, I think I think I, you might have to. Someone might have to correct me on this. I believe it's on my phone by default, but it might not be. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it if it if it were if it I would be surprised if it weren't. I mean, because I believe uh, pod, the podcasting app is on the phone on iPhones by default. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Well, that voice that you just heard uh, was uh, my co-host, the uh, the game duck himself, the waterfowl that doesn't stop, that always wins, who just celebrated a B day, who's one year older. What's up? Yeah, I'm 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 17 now, so. Yeah, I'm I'm so close to legally drinking and voting. So, but the the real question is, is how long do waterfowls live? Are you past? Are you past the limit of a waterfowl? Are you past? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'm on my last legs, dude. Just, I'm. I could die tomorrow. It wouldn't matter. Oh snap! Well, Alex, don't die. (laughs) Who will I podcast with? I don't know, because another duck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like there's there's another. Uh, another yeah, by the way, most somewhere. most uh, waterfowls don't live for very long. The longest I'm seeing right now is a Canadian goose at 24 years. Well, you are Canadian, and you are at you are not 24 years, so you're you got so seven I have like, more. Like five five more years five, left to go. And yeah, that's you're, it. you're gonna make it. Yeah. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. And uh, of course, my name is Adrian. And of course, as always, you know, uh, thank you all. Like I said, uh, for for watching, listening. And you can always follow us on our social medias at UGP underscore cast. And that's going to be on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, because I'd like to say, of course, apparently you can follow us on our Twitch, our Twitches. Uh, if you're watching, it's uh, Ninja Tricks, N-I-N-J-A-T-R-I-X for me. And then uh, Root24, R-O-U-T-E, 24. That's a 2W. No, that's a T4. What are you talking about? That's a 2-4. There we go. I, I'm all yeah, like switched the number up. two and then number four, but I'm all together, so up. 24, yeah. Dude, the, the weather has been so crazy here today. I mean, it's... It's been it, bad. <laughs> it's been bad today. Japan is... We've entered, yeah. like, uh, I guess, the, the Suyu or the rainy season. I don't know if I we've officially entered. I don't know Suyu it, just yet, actually. It should be soon, though. It's usually, what, June is when it happens? It's yeah, like the, the rainy season. And By the way, uh, fun fact about 
Japanese rainy season called tsuyu, as Adrian just mentioned. Uh, do you know the kanji for tsuyu? Do you know what it's made of? Up of? Is it plum rain? Uh, yeah, that's correct. The kanji yeah. for tsuyu is plum and rain. Do you know why uh, plum I, rain I, is rainy season? I, uh, are do plums grow apparently in June here in Japan or something? Is that a... I don't know why. No, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought, I, thought, I thought you had like a wiki open or something. You're just going to be like no, telling me. I have me no idea. But the kanji right for tsuyu is plum and rain. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's... If you didn't know the kanji for, for tsuyu and you just saw the word tsuyu, I, I would mispronounce it so easily. I'd probably read it as like umet or something or something yeah. there are some crazy yeah. words like in japanese where you try to pronounce it and you, I, the first time i kind of really learned this was like with places uh when i was riding the train is that you know when you, t you, you put two characters together it typically goes by a different reading in yeah they change japanese. if you it put changes. two kanjis together they usually change how they're pronounced yeah but when it comes to like names mm -hmm. and places it tends to not do the whole changing thing it just is the default majority the first of the time, time the first time you saw the kanji for for Niigata, could you read it? No, no. Yeah, the first I, time should I, I just be kanji... like thankful for AKB or something for that one? I, no, I couldn't read it. <laughs> you couldn't. So the first time I saw the kanji for Niigata, I was like, "What? What is that? <laughs> like, what is that place?" But it's, it's Niigata. It's it's uh, Atashi. It's like new Shin. Mm -hmm. So I would probably read it as like Shin something if I didn't know how to read Niigata. It's strange. There's there's a lot of words like that, and I can't come come up with them off the top of my head but i mean it's one of those things that you kind of absorb through living in japan like the more you see yeah. it or the more you hear yeah, you just kind of get used to it you just kind of yeah. get used to it so uh, if what's you are up looking to uh yeah what's up to our good friend Ehe, our favorite by uh podcaster Ehe hey. has his own podcast by here's a free shout out Ehe. he's Ehe has Not... his own podcast called virtually talking you can check him out on anchor.fm slash i think it's virtually talking Virtually, like, it's virtually talking. I, I don't, I'm yeah. not sure if they're on hiatus. I tried to pimp him one time on the, on my stream, and he was like, "Oh wait, 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 we're on we're on hiatus right now." So you may... yeah, are you are you on hiatus? Why? I, I don't know. They might be on hiatus, but if if you yeah, go check them out. Vir virtually yeah. talking, and you know we want to hear your episodes. Yeah, all the time. If they're Anyways. not recording anymore, I guess you can just check out my the Twitch channel instead. Yeah, <laughs> or or our Twitch channel. Yeah, so yeah. one of the two or the three. Anyways, let's get get started. Let's do it. Sorry. <laughs> There we go. I've been summoned to, to just go ahead and get us started. I don't think we've been playing any games. I've been playing Crash Bandicoot, which gives me sweats, hives, nerves, anxiety. Any, I've, okay, sure. I've it, played a little bit more of uh, Near Automata. I still haven't finished too, like the, the second ending. I, I don't know why I'm taking so long. Like I, I stopped playing it a little bit after Golden Week, where I, I played a lot of it. And I, I think I'm on like 60% of the side quests. So uh, I, I think more unlock... I, I assume with the other playthroughs because there's no way there I'm getting a hundred. There's like a hundred percent of this. There's more side quests as you go. I assume, right? Um, like the the, the third. I don't know. Like I don't. You can. You're more than welcome to do as many side quests as you want. I like, love the side quests. I love yeah. the stories. Go ahead They're and amazing. do them. I can't remember if you. I honestly can't remember if there's any side quests in Route C onwards. And I mean, I can't tell you why. But right, like, right, right. I, yeah. I assume that they're because the people you'd be interacting with shouldn't, in theory, either A, be there or are the same, like completely. Just like cause you're playing a completely different character that you do run into. And I just and then after I, like, that, you, there's two more. Like, I, I feel like that's what's happening. So I just want that's why I want to, like, finish them up. I, no. I just don't, I just don't recall doing side quests in Route C onwards. I'm that partially could have been just because I was so 
engrossed in the story because I'm telling you, like Route C onwards is a fucking well, I, I, assume, I, yeah, I assume that Route C is actually the main goes back to the main story like it's actually filling in like that main story along with the characters like as a group as opposed to you know just the first two that you meet and... yeah I just I, I can't remember doing side quests in Route C onwards and like I said I think it's just because I mean you'll see it when you get to it but like I was so engrossed in the story that i was just mm. i'm like i'm getting the story done like i just have to play the story so yeah yeah and i'll probably keep playing some more like i said i love those side quests i mean they oh man i love the songs that's probably the best thing is once you finish a side quest the songs that come after that that uh kind of start playing once you finish it those are just oh, man, I, I love those like i can't wait to finish the, the entire game and then just listen to the entire soundtrack from start to finish. That's how I always do. I always, even with an anime or something, I have to finish all of the episodes before I can listen to the entire soundtrack. The soundtrack is very, very unique. Um, I would keep uh, mental notes of what you're hearing each time you go through your roots. Mm, mm. So that's all I've been playing. I mean, what about you? You're, you're still on Dragon Quest. I Correct. haven't played Dragon Quest in a week. I know I started okay. it on stream. Um, it's my new stream RPG, and I'm trying mm. to commit to it. Uh, I don't want to give up on Dragon Quest in the middle of it, or in the middle of the game, especially because I'm supposed to do it for stream. But I've been preoccupied. For stream games, I've been playing that in 14. Okay. And I wanted to just get a bunch of 14 done. Um, but last week, actually, I ended up dedicating an entire stream to Apex. So oh yeah, played. dude, that Apex yeah. stream was 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 hype, man. I man, yeah. it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I know you were playing arenas still, and then uh, of course some of the BR, yeah. but mainly arenas the entire time. And I mean, I played some with Ehe and then M, and then a couple of my friends this weekend. I, yeah, it, arenas is crazy. Arenas is is fun. Um, sometimes I, I feel like my matchups are, are way better in arenas than they are in, in battle royale. Like I feel like when I lose an arenas mm -hmm. game. I know why we lost it. You know, I can truly, I can justify, like, I can be like, oh, that yeah. guy obviously was better. He's much better skilled. He's really good with a sniper rifle. I can, mm -hmm. like, really see, like, oh, we were outplayed. Basically, that's what happened. Like, we were right, outplayed right. in arenas. Right. Right. And I don't have any, like, I'm not upset about it. Maybe I'm, I mean, sure, I'm like, I wanted to win, but I can see why we didn't win. Right. But when it comes to Battle Royale, there's so many factors at play that I am more likely to be, like, I should have won that fight when it comes to battle royale. I'm like, yeah. our positioning was bad or they had better equipment. Like they landed in a better spot. They had better gear. Like, oh, he had a red shield and I, I just needed two more bullets to kill him or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, I think part of what makes battle royale so fun is just because of the randomness of how, how those encounters happen and the gear that you can get. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's also what I find frustrating with battle royales. But uh, when it comes to arenas, I can truly justify. I can see. I can be like, yes, okay, we were clearly outplayed. You know, they were just the better team. You know, in, in the end of the at the end of the day. That's true. That's true. And 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 it's really. It, I mean, it's a lot of fun when you're playing with a squad of three, uh, because yeah. like you said, you can really tell where you you failed, and you can always tell where you like your team failed, right? Because you're all talking and communicating. And I was finding this weekend, my team personally, like we're we we play defensive even in the battle royale mode, and uh we've had to change our play style we've had to get aggressive my my one friend who doesn't even play octane i was pointing him out i was like yo man sometimes we've been losing because these other teams have just been beating us to the punch you know they, they either get the resources quicker the materials right the materials yeah. or they uh they they, they, they rush, rush us they rush us yeah, and okay. it's kind of interesting because i've been finding that there's been a team comp of bangalores with mm -hmm. octanes mm -hmm. with either a wraith or a pathfinder 
And it's, sure. a, it's an all-out kind of rush team. And it is kind of hard to to kind of defend against it. It's almost like a Zerg rush in, in StarCraft where that first round, bam, they're going to get you second round. And it snowballs a little bit. But it is interesting that to see like how they're going to counter that in the future. If that's something that needs to be countered by the game in terms of them making different maps. Because like for me, the maps are really good. I love artillery because you can play kind of defensive on, on that one a little bit more than mm-hmm. a party boat. Party boat is the hardest for us because it's really? hard to deal with the, the, the second. So there's always two people that are going to be in front of you or to the side. And there's always a flanker. I Almost like always. For, for me and my team that we that I play with, we have the easiest time on party boat because we, we are aggressive. Like we're naturally an aggressive team. Mm-hmm. So party boat plays well we play really well on that map, I think. Yeah, it's a, and I feel like it's the most strategic of the maps for for me, for me. And then like Phase Runner, Phase Runner is similar to, uh, I, I don't know, it's it's not similar to Artillery, but I feel like I can either, you know, you go Portal and then it's yeah, like, just hey. Go the long, you just go the long way. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you go yeah. Portal, it's an all-out confrontation. And if not, then you're going to end up going to them or they're going to end up coming to you. And it's kind of like, okay, get positions and, and, and take mm-hmm. up, you know, so it, it feels like those two maps for us are more manageable. But like you said, when it comes to rushing, we're just not, we're not that type of team. So we've had to try to change our play style. Yeah. I've noticed like we kind of adjust on the fly when we play as arenas as well. So if we, if there's a, if the enemy team is playing in a certain way that is disrupting how we naturally play, mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll be like okay guys we have to change our guns like we can't go what we usually pick like okay well, two of us are sniper right now or something like that so we like right. we'll we'll try to change on the fly what um you know so i was gonna ask you like what guns are you kind of gravitating towards like early rounds and then late late rounds yeah no it's that's a good question um i <laughs> depending depending on, on on my mood i'll do a white like a single barrel like just the white upgrade mm-hmm. uh, already 45 okay okay and one battery so it kind of okay. just keeps me in that fight for a little longer mm-hmm or if I'm, I don't, it depends on the map. I'll do this with party board more. I'll do this party board more often. I'll do a purple Mozambique. Which wait, just oh, just only the po- purple Mozambique for, for the purple start. Mozambique. From the start, okay, yeah. okay. Because I mean, the Mozambique is it's quick. Honestly, it's not that bad. They up they 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 buffed the six shots, so it mm-hmm. holds six you know trigger pulls, and the purple bolt honestly gives it a pretty decent rate of fire. I would say uh, faster than. It, Would you it's say faster, faster than, than Eva? Eva? It's faster than, than Eva, Eva? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you can surprise an enemy, like you can probably down them, it, you know, yeah, especially with white, if your blue shields or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna come out faster because it's a, I think, a pistol slash shotgun type. Yeah. Uh, so it does. Like I find myself, I've seen more streamers kind of using that as well early on, and, and even to the later rounds, just like having that purple Mozambique. It's it's I'll, pretty cool. Honestly, yeah, it. I'll do. I'll start with a purple Mozambique, and then when we get materials, I'll do a blue alternator, and then like mm-hmm. a white Mozambique, and then some like grenades. And then once we have around thirteen hundred materials, then I'll do mm-hmm. uh, like either a blue or a purple three hundred one. And then like a purple Mozambique, <laughs> like oh, like I, it's a really good sidearm. It's really fun to, it's, to switch it's to fun. Mozambique. It's yeah. it's yeah. fun. Uh, for me, I found myself playing with the starting out with the either, well, actually, it's either a G seven. It's not even a G seven anymore. I, I straight up go for the thirty thirty and just put it on two to get the bruiser. Send yeah, I'll use bruiser. The, the thirty thirty is like one of my backup weapons. If I have to fight defensively, I'll switch to thirty thirty. Yeah, that's like my my first one, and then after that, I'll either go G seven with a battery, and then I I always get like 
one or two uh, arc stars, if not a, a grenade. I always yeah, have at least good. two to three. Yeah. And I've, I've been playing with Valk. So mm-hmm. her missiles, like, honestly, I've I've been able to do some fun stuff with just like, hey, I see them. They're, they're going to start rushing. Put the missiles there. Stun them so my team can get something. And I'll also throw a grenade in there to kind of like further prevent anything else from happening or try to down them. And it's been it's it's been good in combination with sniping and her mobility. I've just been I've been loving it. So McDonald's yeah. style. Um, I usually play Octane um, <clears throat> for the stims or I'll mm-hmm. do Revenant just for his crab walk because he crouch walks really fast. He does. I forget. That's like his. Yeah. That's one of his probably like maybe his best skill that no one remembers. That no one remembers that he has like you, you can, crouch. You can crouch walk really fast with rev. It's pretty weird. Every time yeah. I do it, I'm like, oh shit, he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. I mean, and plus you do get a fortif- You get a, a bonus when you're crouched. I believe there's a defensive bonus uh, when you do crouch, and then you're also moving. So hey, you might as well. Yeah, you're you a harder target. Like a, Crazy man. The AD strafing, right? To, yeah. To make yourself. Yeah. So you can crouch AD strafe with revenant, mm-hmm. and you're like. You're kind of hard to hit. Maybe. You're hard to hit. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a That's he's fun. a good he's a good legend. So I'm yeah. sure we'll be playing more of that into the week and probably the entire season. This is honestly, if you if you haven't played Apex, it's a great time to get in. If you don't like battle royale, then go try the arenas mode. Uh, like I said, a lot of people are really gotten kind of energized. It's brought a lot of life into the game. So mm, yeah. we fully we fully recommend yep. it. Uh, what we're going to go into now is just kind of like the, a, a mini topic that we were kind of talking about earlier today, which was about the Nintendo Switch and whether or not we need a Switch HD or do we just need to jump to an actual Switch 2? Like so, so the question is, should should Nintendo do a, a pro version of their console, like the PS4 Pro and the right. Xbox? Was it the Xbox? Um, uh, shit, well, hold on. One X. One X. Yeah. 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 Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, was like it? A, was it an X at the end? There were, it was. It was an Xbox One X because when the Series X was up for pre-order, people were accidentally buying the. One oh, that's X, right. right. They were buying the One X. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So the question is: Should Nintendo do a mid-cycle refresh like Sony and Microsoft did, or should they jump the gun and not jump the gun? That's not the right phrase. Um, basically, just move on to the next console gen. Right. Right. I think and it was. I, I remember reading an article somewhere where it was basically saying that like Nintendo doesn't give a shit about console gens. Like they don't care. Because if you remember, the Switch came out technically. Technically, the Switch was the first of its generation. The beating uh-huh. it should be the same. Uh, what is it? it should, it's it's technically the same gen as the PS5 and the Xbox Series One S and X. Oh wait, if you think about it, yeah, that's weird. Because the, yeah. the Wii U is the is the PS4 and. Right. So very, very technically, if you want to look at gens, if you still Mm -hmm. believe in generations, the Switch is the same gen as the PS5, actually. Right, right. But it came out so much earlier than the PS5 Mm -hmm. that people are saying, like, Nintendo doesn't give a shit about generations. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, mean, if you look at them, they're always kind of like the last to do something in some sort of way. In this case, you know, the, the, the Switch came out originally in 2017, March 2017. And we are Shit, now. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. That's four years before the P before the PS Five came out, and then the Xbox Series X, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so, four years into it. So, yeah, it's it's a weird situation if you're thinking of it in generations because is Nintendo really early to the party or are they significantly late to the party? Like, would right. you quit the PS? Would you consider the Switch to be on the same console gen as the PS Four instead, and not the PS Five? Right, because in so many ways, the the Switch was a correction on the Wii U, right? And it's 
Yeah. And, and yes, it does have better graphics. I mean, if we're going from a graphical standpoint, it is that. But overall, it's – I mean, I, I, I feel like it's – it's not a PS5, of course, and it's not an Xbox, right. you know, Series X. And, and at the same time, it's still not completely a, 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 a PS4, PS4. Yeah, you exactly. know? Yeah, I mean, okay. So what, what constitutes a generation leap for you? Uh, is it graphical uh, hardware or is it like the number of consoles that they've put out, like technically if Nintendo put out a, ne- a new console tomorrow, would that kickstart the next generation immediately because it's their newest console? Like what, what, is, what is a generation? I feel like the generation is kind of a universal, um, at least what it's kind of felt like. It's been like this universal shift between all of the console makers, right? It's been two or more of them saying, okay, we're going to put out this whatever thing now that has a generational get you know leap in the technology it has that's what it's so, traditionally so, meant so it's a so you would consider it's a generation leap so right maybe the ps5 it's not the number that kickstarts a gen it's the tech it's the it's the tech yeah it, traditionally it's always been the tech because with each tech they have to sell that hardware somehow say like hey it either does this much better, it pushes this many polygons, or, you know, in the case of the Wii, you can play the game in a different way you've never played before. It's always been some sort of gimmick attached with the console. So would you say the Switch then, in that regard, is indeed on the level of the PS5 internal generation, just because of what the Switch is? It's a portable console that's also dockable. Uh, I want to put it with the PS4, but... Going forward, if you think about it, I don't think that they would change anything up with the Switch itself to in make terms it of like in terms of features. Like in terms of features, add, they're not going to add a a VR mode, for example, or anything like that. Right, right. So in in that case, yeah, it is it is for that lack of example. Yeah, it's like a PS4 and a PS5. It is this gen, whatever they put out next, it, it will okay. be this gen. I think maybe. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's I think it's important to preface like what is a generation, and then the the discussion then is should Nintendo do a mid cycle refresh like a PS4 Pro and stay in the gen, or should they do a Switch Two? And if they do, is that basically two Switches in a single generation, or is the Switch Two now a like? Do they discontinue the old Switch? Yeah, and you know? I, I think it. Yeah, and I think it's a greater question of like where hard, what what gaming uh, hardware should be from this point forward. I remember reading an article. I, I can't remember if it was Kotaku or something, but it was a couple years ago. But the point is, is um, you know, people are saying now that this generation that we're in right now mm-hmm. could could be the last generation of consoles. Very well. I'm very like very, we're not very well. like we're gonna get new consoles from Sony and Microsoft, but. It's going to be uh, more PC-like in the sense that it's just slowly like getting better. You know what I mean? Like they'll do right. another Xbox, but it's just like I think it'll pl- it'll play the same games, but it's just a better GPU. Then next year is the next. It's a better CPU, and it'll just I, I think like, like actually one of the things, and I think we saw this. I think it was with Razer's PC where you could interchange the parts. That's yeah, the, that was a Razer while ago. One, right? That was a couple a years ago. ago but yeah, I, it was a it's a proof of concept that never mm-hmm. came to fruition. But yeah. I almost feel like that could, in a, in a sense, be your next, you know, console to an extent, right? They give you uh, a, a pretty decent, a good CPU 
and then they just let you swap out maybe a graphics card. I don't know if because it has to be built completely different. But I feel like that's more easy for the console gamer to kind of wrap their mind around and say, "Hey, I just want to buy, just this buy a thing. new module, right? You buy just a new, buy a new or module, right? swap." I it think in here's the thing. I think uh, that could be an interesting um, uh, direction for the gaming industry, the console gaming industry, right? Um, but I still believe at a certain point uh, there would be a cut off for old hardware. Like, for example, okay, let's say there's a game that comes out and they're like, okay, we need to account for our our players having uh, this spec of mm-hmm. the Xbox whatever and also this spec of the Xbox whatever. I mean, that's already right. happening now with the Xbox that's, that's, that's Series, what the series right. X and the Series X, right? Right, right. S it happens, X. yeah. And across, the, across all the platforms too. You know, they have right. to develop for it. So, so like they have to be like okay like our our like user a will have this console and this user b will have this console and user b will have this console um the idea of of doing incremental upgrades is is fine i think it's good and it could be an interesting direction but they're there i believe they're eventually after like three four or five years there'll be a point where developers will be like we want to target this experience and this module won't cut it so we won't be able to support this game on this module right right Right. And then at that point, when they when a bunch of developers, four, five, ten, everyone is just like, okay, we all agree, our games will no longer, you know, support, you know, X module or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then then we basically see the the another generation in a sense. You know what I mean? Like it'll right. creep forward like that. Right. Because um, like I could buy a GPU on for my PC that came out in 2010, mm-hmm. and I could probably play still every game. Stuff. I could still play every game in my library. Mm-hmm. Not well. Not well, but you could, I mean, you could but play But I it. could. And I don't think, you know, for example, like CD Projekt Red would be very happy with me, like playing, <laughs> you know, Cyberpunk with a, with a, with a tw- uh, 11 year old GPU. Cause I would be like, oh, Cyberpunk's a terrible game. This looks like garbage. And then, you know, the first answer would be like, well, you know, what's your, what's your, what are you running it on? Yeah. We're not, you, you know, know, we didn't design, we didn't design this game for that card. So, you know, it's not representative of the experience we targeted so and and that's that that's true and that's where nintendo has typically found themselves nintendo's always found themselves when it comes to the playstation and the xbox kind of in that graphical like uh well we would like to make it for your system but it's not quite up to the snuff and so we're just going to put it out on those things that's what we develop for and nintendo's typically been in a position of okay well we've got our first party titles and a couple of third parties and, right, and, and that was a situation with the, the Wii. Wii, and the Wii and was the like Wii selling. Yeah, well, Wii was selling gangbusters. Anyone, everyone would have been glad to put their game on that console. It was everywhere. Everyone, everyone had a Wii. They had right, a huge right, right. install, you know, sure. market to to sell to. Sure. But right. you know, you couldn't put a Skyrim on a Wii. But now, it's it's now to the point where the technology allows the the Switch to at least have a a PS3 like version of those games you know what sure. i mean or or right. stream them so right. I, I don't know what like I, I i know we've seen it come up with monster hunter rise that's the main one people have just been like rise looks okay you know to you know to capcom's credit rise looks yeah. pretty good on a, on a switch and it runs i don't know how well it runs, I, I haven't seen any issues with it running it like runs when watching streams well enough yeah, yeah 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 but when you kind of talk to some of the other gamers People are like, "Hey, I don't have a Switch," or maybe they do, but they're like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for the PC version. I'm gonna wait for mm-hmm. the other, the other version, just because I want to see it look a little bit better. I want it to run better. 
Uh, I want the online capabilities to be better. But you got to remember, like, you know, Monster Hunter originally was a portable series. A poor portable game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's originally what it was. Well, and, technically PS2, but then well, portable. Technically but PS2, yeah. yeah. That was the very first one, true. Yeah, that new one played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. played a demo for that, and I was like, what am I doing? I had a dial-up, had that dial-up adapter yeah, for the yeah. PS2. The, <laughs> I was like, what, what am I doing? What is monster hunting? I don't understand, but <laughs> it yeah. It was so strange. Um, but but yeah, so so you find your they, Nintendo finds themselves in this situation often. But I think this console generation, the specs are good enough to where uh, they actually have a, a really good balance of third party and first party titles for the first time in a long. Yeah, time. it's a really good it's a really good um, jump um, balance of of first and third party, and like I don't know, um, I guess it, the necessity of a Switch HD or a Switch Two would depend on. Uh, I believe, I think at least, if Nintendo wants to continue to attract third-party developers, because like, mm. what if you do have a team like CD Projekt Red? This maybe isn't a good example. I know Switcher Three is actually on Switch, which is absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah, like, see. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> right, right. But like, what if you have like a, a team that's just like we are targeting, like we have X vision for this game in mind, like open world, extremely high fidelity graphics, like really smooth frame rate or something. Right, like, right. We want this experience, uh, but you know the Switch. Unfortunately, it's too difficult to develop for in terms of, you know, like it won't bring our artistic vision to life. So therefore, we're going to skip the switch. Right, right. And if you have if you have like uh, enough developers who are saying that, then sure, maybe that would necessitate uh, Nintendo to be like, OK, well, we'll do another switch for you or something like that. Mm. But would it get to that point? Like, do you think developers so like, let's say in two, three years, it's, it's 2024 or something like that. So OK, um, OK. Let's say it's it's three years later, um, and we're now we're enjoying PS5 games. There's there's healthy stock. Everyone has a PS5 or whatever. Right. Right. Um, do you think there's going to be developers, uh, the big players, Activision, Bethesda, um, EA? Are they going to be like the Switch? Unfortunately, is not powerful enough for the games that we want to make. Yeah, I think four or five years down the line, four four years later, like you're like you're saying, uh, because now we're in a unique situation where there the, these newer consoles you can't find them, you know, because of you know supply constraints, and they've already said that's going to last for another year. So I think in terms of the 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 switch, it's good for a year, but like you said, three years later or four years later, they're gonna something has you know, I, I believe there's going to be a switch too, at least by then. Because, like you said, and I do agree with you, that developers right now, everyone is okay putting their stuff on the Switch how they can, you know? But it's going to get to the point where, hey, I would take two in Grand Theft Auto 5, you know, if that were something that could Wait, Grand Theft Auto Six. We're on six, right? We're on six. Well, they we're keep gonna be... remaking five. They keep, they keep remaking <laughs> five. But yeah, yeah. Um... We'll, we'll be on six. Because because Nintendo has a good size of the market because not only is the Switch a console but it's also their handheld and their handhelds have always been who didn't have a, a 3DS who didn't have a, a an Advance a Game Boy everyone yeah, and their yeah, mama yeah. had one of these things so it's almost a wasted opportunity for them to not be able to catch cash in on even a a, a kind of a decent version of some of those really big games from mm-hmm. you know Take Two or Cyber or, or uh, 
I don't know why I want to call them cyberpunk, but CD Projekt Red. You know, those sorts of things. Though, though, that's bigger than a Monster Hunter, arguably, right? So you think Nintendo Nintendo wants to hold on to that like market? And you're like, oh, you can definitely like buy the Switch because you can play Cyberpunk on it on the go. I mean, it's not on Switch, but like, you know, Witcher yeah. 3 or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think, and it would be nice if they could do it that it would be somewhat closer to the day and date, you know, because Witcher 3 is a, it's a, it's, it's a much older game. And yeah. it came out on Switch, and it's like, okay, cool, but who doesn't, who hasn't played it, who who doesn't have it yet? You know what I mean? That's true. I think Witcher Three on the Switch is a companion. I see it as a companion to the to the PC version because you can mm-hmm. actually it's cross save compatible with the PC version, which is oh, crazy. That's, that's it's what? wild. It's wild. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's what? wild. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you magic play, tech. You, can, you share your save with the PC version on Witcher Three, so you're like, oh, I'm traveling, but I don't want to give up my adventures. This is Geralt, uh, and you're like, oh, good thing I'm the Switch version. But yeah, that's that's. That is we. I did not know that. <laughs> That's yep. cool though. That's cool. That takes. I mean, that takes the whole cross save and cross play, all of that stuff. Even that Sony was doing with the Vita, remember? Or yeah, trying to yeah, do it was a good Vita. idea. I mean, I don't. I wish it had. I wish the Vita didn't like die the way that it did. But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Switch is the, the proof of concept. So the here's a, here's a question: Is like how many years does the Switch have left in it before before developers are getting to the point where they're like, we need more, or Nintendo will just be like, okay, you know, we're gonna make a new version. How many years does the current Switch have? I say two. So you think I'm, I'm 2020, going 2023? 2023, like early 2023. I, I, and we see a reveal of something in 2022, maybe. So Nintendo's just going to put out a new console um, and third-party developers will maintain the same support? Or, is, or are you saying that's when third-party support will start waning because it's going to be difficult to, to make Switch games? Uh, sorry, uh, Switch ports. Um, I'm, this isn't... I'm not counting switch only games i'm kind of like i'm talking like you know third party okay. switch ports yeah um i think that's when we'll see it start to wane i don't think it'll stop because they just have so much of the market and we've seen it with games like hades and uh i'm sure there's some other games out there but that did release on switch first i mean they were on pc as well it's, it's kind of like switch then pc you know what i mean or switch and pc but then the, the the consoles come later. You know, Hades is coming to PS4. I think they said maybe this month, next month, next month or something like that. Yeah, and Among Us is heading PS4 later. Uh, but I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like for now, they're good with that probably next year and then the year after that for some of these, these they're not that's, indie that's games, for, but they're... That's for they're third, parties third parties to start waiting. Right. But I think like Nintendo's first party support will continue to be forever strong yeah i mean yeah. that's that's, I mean, that's why you switch buy only console. games i think switch all well, not just nintendo games but switch only games continue to look really good mm-hmm. um let's see what's like obviously anything nintendo doesn't count well i mean like uh, something even like persona 5 strikers persona 5 know? strikers i think that is, was i don't own the PS- switch version but it's fine i think like i don't know i don't own it on switch i don't know i how can't it remember runs. if it runs at 60 fps Right. I think it's 30 on, on Switch. It's 30 on Switch? Okay. Okay. Um, uh, but I, I don't own it, so I'm not sure. On it, that console, I mean. But but I'm talking like, <laughs> if you know a game called Ninjala, that looks fine on Switch. It plays fine, I think, on Switch. Oh, Ninja, so. Ninjala? Ninjala. Ninjala. It's gung-ho, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not a that. Nintendo game, but it looks fine, and it mm-hmm. plays fine. So that's it. Does a Switch-only game. So I think if you have a game that's developed specifically for that console, that'll continue to be uh those will run well and look pretty good i mean it's it's 1080p like it's not a 4k console right. but it, right. it's fine really yeah and and like i said it's still it, it's still at that point where even if 
even if third party major, well, no, like AAA titles, right? These huge AAA titles can't come to the Switch because it's just, hey, you guys, we, we need you to upgrade the hardware or give us something better. They still have all the support they've ever had from any time they've ever had someone make something for the handheld. Developed for the 3DS, right? Those developers, mm -hmm. they didn't go anywhere. They're still making the same. They're still making stuff for it. You know what I mean? They still yeah, have a healthy little... supply. Yeah, and for example, if, um, Shin Megami Tensei 4 was a 3DS game, but Shin Megami mm -hmm. Tensei 5 is a Switch game because that's a natural progression. Right. Of, obviously, you know, it's not that's not completely fair to say because Nintendo killed the 3DS. There's no option there is no, anymore. Yeah, there's, there's no option anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's gone. You know, Pokemon, Pokemon is a good example of this. Pokemon is traditionally handheld only. All the mainline games have been handheld only, mm -hmm. but Sword and Shield is on the Switch uh, because... Well, where else are they going to put it on, right? So <laughs> there's there's no more handheld consoles for them. So you know, that's, Nintendo that's a, has forced like you know certain developers' hand to to be you know basically console only now. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, but so I guess to kind of to answer your own question, answer your own question, what would be what is more likely to happen an, a mid cycle upgrade to better compete with the PS5 or a full on new console? Some parts of some parts of me are almost saying like, would they would they just be the same thing? Is the is it is their mid cycle refresh just the two? And we get to this this like you were saying, you only have uh, so much you can kind of do within each generation, right? And so they're just incrementally doing it, and it's not really an increment for them. It's actually the brand new Switch Two for us. It's an increment for them. It's it's the whole new thing. If they do a Switch 2, do you think all the Switch games, like Switch 1, for example, I'm sure Switch 1 games will run on a Switch 2, but you mm -hmm. assume there'll be Switch 2 only games? Like, it's not going to be like a Xbox. Oh, that would be weird. That would be um, weird, because that, that would be something like... Whoa, 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 what would that be? Because if they make them compatible, like, with a Switch 1, then that's not a new console, I would say. That's a mid-cycle upgrade. Right, because mm, mm. this game runs, for example, this game runs on both the Switch One and Switch Two. It doesn't, you, you know, you get a worse experience, you know, maybe on the Switch One, but uh, you can still play this on the. I don't know. I mean, like, do, I mean, you, remember, the do you remember? Do you remember the Xbox? Color? Do you remember oh, the Game Boy Color came out and it played Game Boy games in quote quote color? So yeah, when the Game Boy Color came out, there was a bunch of games. <laughs> there was a bunch of games that came out that would play on the older game boys in black and white right right but I like if those you too. but if you put these games in a game of color you would now get the game in color it have a color palette you know mm, yeah yeah and you could kind of choose and your, we had a palettes. couple of those games and there was these weird mid generation games you can mm -hmm. play them on a game boy and you can also play them in game of color you would just get more features on a game of color but if you owned the, if you didn't own a game of color don't sweat it you can still play this video game uh for example of this is pokemon Gold and Silver, actually. You can play Gold and Silver on OG Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Right? No problem. But eventually, there started to be Game Boy Color-only games. The color, the shape of the cartridge was different. That's to discourage anyone from attempting to put it in a, in a regular Game Boy. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, from that point on, Game Boy Color games were just meant for the Game Boy Color. You couldn't play them on an old Game Boy. So I think maybe that might be a thing where we, these for a time we would have these weird mid-generation video games that would run on, you know, which is versions of the hardware. Which is where we are kind of now with the PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, and you know that kind of 
thing. You know, we're we're in cross gen, as they say. We're transitioning a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'm. And there, there is also one thing now because Nintendo does every console they've done. It's always been something strange and different and weird. And I, we could just say there should inevitably just be the Switch Two. Uh, I don't know if we can say that the Switch Two wouldn't do something weird, as in like have VR, like you said. Doesn't yeah. seem like they would, but yeah, Nintendo's always. I feel like Nintendo has only done a new gen when they can justify it with a killer feature. With a killer feature, right? And the Switch is killer feature is it's, a hell of a killer feature, right? It's it's just... it's it's portable, but it's also not portable. It's your home console, but it's also the console on the go. You just pull it out, and there it is. You're playing already, right? Right, right. Um, I know, like. The Switch is also like, in a sense, it's just it's instant. Like, you you still don't own a Switch, right? I forget you didn't. I still, buy it, yeah, right? I still don't. I still don't have one. And that's, yeah, that's, it's instant. Yeah. You could be playing the game in handheld mode, and you just drop it in the dock, and it's just on your TV, just like that. Or opposite, you're playing on the TV, and you're like, oh, I gotta go. You can just rip it out, and then now it's just playing on the handheld. There's it's, it's like a two second delay or something, and it just which switches is, like it which is insane. instantly, insane. Which is which is really cool. So that's the killer feature of the Switch. If Nintendo needs to justify like new console generations with with new features, what would the Switch hey. Two bring? Because the, the Wii was motion controls, the Wii U was a tablet, the Switch is the Switch. Is what, the Switch? What what, like, what would what, they need what, to justify they... a new console generation for? That's that's the thing. I don't I don't I don't think that they can really justify it with. Uh, well, let's see. Hold up. The only thing that comes to my mind is VR. And we had those kind of, what was that? The Labo? The Nintendo Labo thing. Labo thing that yeah, was kind just of. Basically just putting a screen, <laughs> literally putting the Switch to your eyes. <laughs> to your eyes. Burning which your is, eyes. I believe it's like a, it's, it's, fuck, it's, it's kind of a ghetto VR experience. You have a Quest 2 now, so you know what VR is like, right? Right, right. Just imagine the resolution of a Switch, which is what, 720p uh, for both Split? your eyes, so it's oh, like half of that oh. per one eye with a sixty hertz. <laughs> oh no, that, that so would like, make me dizzy. That would that would hurt my eyes. Like I, I, that's yeah, like looking yeah, at yeah. a pixel, a pixel. <laughs> it's it's pretty low res per eye, right? So oh yeah, man, but, I, I um, mean, yeah, I mean, what what do you think that they could add that would? I don't know. That's the thing. Be... Like, and I, yeah, oh wait, well, a a hey, number one, hold up, we have to address. They fixed the Joy Cons. Sure. Okay. Fine. Let's, that's, that's, that's not even like a feature that's it. <laughs> on the that's back it. of the they box. Fixed, like, hey, they fixed the Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons yeah. work now. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's the thing. And I think that's the charm of the Nintendo is that they surprise. They always surprise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody would have. Like, I didn't expect a fucking tablet for the Wii U, and I don't think I needed it. But still, like, I don't no, think yeah. I expected. No one would have thought that a 3DS, as successful as it was, would be gone. Yeah, with the two screens and the well, the DS was the two screens, and the 3DS was the the 3D. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, by the way, um, I actually always turn off 3D because I don't care. But I yeah. do too. It was fun to kind of turn the slider on at first and see what it looked like, and then turn it You're off. Like, whoa, crazy! It's 3D, but yeah, then I would always just turn it off. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, that's the thing about Nintendo is that they surprise, which is you know what makes them so unique. They went but back like, to that crazy concept. What? Who's you saying the Switch 2 has was 3D? 3D? Has a 3D would, slider I, on it. I don't think it's I don't a Switch think, 2 for sure. 3D. Whatever. Yeah. Switch well, I don't 3D. Do it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what the reason. I can't guess because I don't work in Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the Nintendo magic to like surprise. But like, I would say sure 3D on the tablet. Why? Why? Why not? Or uh, I don't know. Not not VR, but 
from AR maybe a- AR stuff. You know what yeah. would be really crazy? Put, is a, if put they... a camera, put a camera in it, and then have it you know facilitate AR experiences. That I mean, I mean, with the way that they you know kind of have Pokemon Go, and then sure. uh, what what's the other one that's coming out from Niantic? Crap, I forgot. Uh, Pikmin? Pikmin, yeah, Pikmin. Pikmin yeah. yeah. Something like that, you know, like having it to where you always were able to carry your your 3DS with you on the street, you know. And and some people can carry their 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 Switch, Switch. on a train or on a you know, on the street. I I would be afraid to drop it, but hey, having like you said, have kind of like those AR capabilities. Maybe there's uh I, I don't know, I want I don't want to say 5G inside of it, but maybe there's a, a mobile you know, like a a modem, a wireless, uh, right? Modem. So like a wireless modem. Yeah. I mean, the PS, you know, the PSP had it. No, well, the the Certain Vita had models it for sure. of the PS, the the well, the the, the Vita the, had it. Certain the models had, of the yeah. Vita had it. Not all the models of the Vita had it, but uh, the PSP had. Well, didn't have it in Japan though. You could get a GPS module for it for some weird ass reason. For some reason, just in case you wanted to. Use yeah, it as I remember. Your phone. I, I went to a book <laughs> off, and they. I remember seeing the the maps on the PSP. Yeah, you could. Da- I think you could download them and everything. It was, it was well, it was like a game. It was a UMD you put in your PSP, and you're like, "Hey, you have a map now in your console." I'm like, "Why Spin though?" But why? Spin it. Put it yeah. Why? I mean, I guess the other thing would be a, a different form factor, either bigger, smaller. Sometimes maybe it has one of those uh, foldable LOLD yeah. screens on it or a something like it, it, Yeah. So it's more of a clam shell design, so you can take it. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a unique or that's an interesting like guess, but I just always feel like Nintendo does this thing where they just maximize the use of widely available hardware. They've never really been cutting edge, you know, in right. a sense. Right. I mean I guess you could you could argue the three D at the time was super novel and no one was doing it, but um you know, like why was relative? Why was the Wii under spec compared to the PS3? Like the PS, the Wii was a like a little bit above an Xbox in terms of power, but it was nowhere near Xbox 360 level, right? Right, right. I and mean, they the did that, I think, just because the parts were widely, more widely available. They were cheaper at the time. You could make the console for cheaper. It could cost the consumer less money, right? They they do always typically make money on their hardware. For for I mean for that reason you know Nintendo always typically makes money on their hardware every anything they sell they're getting it back they're getting that money back so I don't know I I you know honestly at this point give me a two I can wait a little bit longer there's still a lot of games on the Switch but there's not enough to where I'm just like oh my goodness I have completely missed out I don't feel like I've missed out on any game period like you you well you i mean like, like oh, there's there's not like a landslide of them that i'm just like i can't resist it i i you can't have to like, buy a switch for I, that I ha- right, right so for are you just gonna wait for a pc or a pc version of rise or you're like oh i, still want I mean at this point at this point i'm i'm just i'm waiting for the pc version of rise and a switch hd2 i'm gonna I, I just make the two here's like here's the here's one thing that i think that would extend the life cycle of the switch um it would basically be a, a mid-cycle upgrade i think bigger battery but if they were able to utilize NVIDIA's DLSS, uh, like machine learning. So they sam- have more pixels, more pixels on the screen without actually having more pixels. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what DLSS is, it's an NVIDIA technology that is available on 20 and 30 series uh, graphics cards if you mm-hmm. have one or can get one even. But what it allows you, what, what it does is that it uses AI to basically up res. Uh, your image 
So you're internally rendering a video game at, for example, uh, 1080p, so which is much easier to run on your hardware. It doesn't tax your GPU as much. Your computer mm -hmm. really won't break a sweat uh, rendering a 1080p video game like at that resolution, right? Right. But what the AI will do is that it'll just basically upscale it up to 1440p or even 4K. And uh, DLSS in its current generation, I think, is doing a pretty good job. I've, if you want to go look it up on YouTube, there's some pretty, there's a lot of comparison videos. But compared to a native 4K resolution image versus an upsampled DLSS uh, image, sometimes they're really, 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 really close. Right. It's not it's not quite the quality of native 4K granted, mm -hmm. but you're running you're basically running the game at 1080p as opposed to native 4K, which is much easier to run on your GPU so you can basically run at a higher frame rate. Or if you're streaming example and you need more horsepower for to run your stream, like this is you know really good for streamers. So what Nintendo could do if they could utilize DLSS is basically have their console internally render at 720p, which is what their games do a lot of the time anyways. Right. And then it could be, you know, on paper, it could be upscaled to 4K. It looks like it's 4K it on your like... TV, but your Switch is just running it at 720p. I think that could be a, a good thing. I, honestly, that would be really hype if they did something like that for their, um, for the, the, the non-handheld mode, like you said. Since it does use more, I guess, is, is there a processor in that? Uh, in the GPU that allows it, it I, think, I think it's a special core that the, um, that the 20 and the 30 series has. Because there's a reason why the 10 series and older can't do it. It just do doesn't it. have the physical hardware for it. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So if Nintendo can utilize that uh, and use DOSS, you know, they could do a mid-cycle upgrade and be like, our console outputs at 4K but it's not like significantly more expensive hardware. That would be nice. I guess we'll find out and we'll, we'll, we'll find out anything first, first of all at E3 next month. Uh, June soon, yeah. uh, doesn't do an E3 thing, but they do like well, you direct know, usually. They'll, right? they'll do their direct. They'll, they'll have yeah. a direct. Sony will have yeah. a direct and Microsoft uh, will have it. I know there's a couple of the, the, the major third parties that have already confirmed, but we'll, you know, mm -hmm. we'll do a show on that as well. And hopefully, hopefully we get some good news out of it. Elden Ring for people who still oh, like hoping. I forgot about that game. Yeah, is the game even real? Like I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, you know, you know, R.R. Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what he should do? I was talking about this. <laughs> he should uh, finish Game of Thrones. I was talking um about this like last night, I believe. <laughs> but like so the first Game of Thrones book uh came out in ninety six, I believe. Mm-hmm. Ninety six, right? I we were we were joking, like I <laughs> me and we were playing Apex, but we were joking, like, imagine uh, falling into a coma and say in like uh, the year 2002 or something like that, right? Right. Waking waking up in 2021 <laughs> and being like, oh my God, oh, I can't go with a coma for, for 20 years, but at least I can finally finish the Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones books. <laughs> I can't wait to read the ending. There, you know, there was, I forgot what, I was watching something and that that was actually what happened. Uh, this, this person went to, I think it was basically the equivalency of the underworld and they needed to get through. And then, like, the, the the guards, they were like, well, can you tell us? Like, we're all really curious about one thing. And we'll let you through if you can tell us this. Like, what what happened at the end of Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> they, the they books, died. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they died in, like, season four or something on the TV show. And they're like, I don't know. How did it end? And that's all they wanted to know. And I was like, it didn't. It didn't. Gosh. Have a... you seen Game of Thrones? Have you seen it? I've seen, like, two episodes of it. But I haven't. You should like, watch. Two. You got to watch it. 
Yeah, everyone tells me that. You should watch. Even yeah. even even if the ending is bad for a lot of I mean, it is actually a bad ending. I I, I will not defend the ending, but going into it knowing that the ending is bad, you can't just be like, Oh my goodness, the ending was bad. Of course you knew it was bad. So I'm just like, it was an odd ending. I didn't have to wait eighty years to watch it. Yeah, well I mean like have you read the books though? Or do you wanna like are you gonna I don't, skip the books? I, I, I can't I can I, I can are, read are you, comics. Are you about to say yeah, you can't read I can read you can't com- read. No, I can read comic books. I can read normal sized books. Can't read, like, have you words. have you seen Have you seen a Game of Thrones book? Have you seen the font? I, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen have you it, seen yeah. the, it? The Bible doesn't even get that. The, what is this thing? The Harry Bible Potter doesn't, doesn't even get that big. It's so Harry funny. Potter. Harry Potter isn't even that small. Like what? Nothing is that small. That is. Go buy the Kindle version, you, dude, and just like make the text bigger. You know. You know what you I should Kindle? do? I should audio. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, there you go. Go buy the Kindle version, or yeah, audio I just want the audio book. No, do I just that. want the audio book. You'll fall. You'll fall asleep. You'll I just fall asleep. want the audio book. It is. It's so. What is really interesting because I did watch or I did read like the introduction. Amazon does have you know the you know you can try a sample the of the free, book. The free, free, free like chapters. And they give you a good. They give you good champ cha- chapters of it, and it's so interesting because I didn't realize that it's actually written the way that it is told in the series. So it's told. Each chapter is pretty much just divided into multiple characters and you mm-hmm. see and, and it writes from their points of view. And that's exactly how they do it in the, you know, HBO series. I, I, I just thought that's how they told the story. I, I, anyways, anyways. Yeah. And the point is, imagine waking up in 20 years later and you're like, I can't wait. At least I could get to finish the Game of Thrones books, but only find out that. Nope. You, you never will. Oh, yeah. You never, you never will. will. <laughs> yeah. So that's what. So Elden Ring, like, just maybe, uh, I don't know, finish Game of Thrones, maybe. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're just going to shotgun through the news for this week and uh, not go over too much of anything. But Final Fantasy and Walker had a, a bunch of stuff that was done at yeah, the, the Digital the Fan final, Festival. Yeah, the final trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square Enix, thanks for, for posting this on your blog about the 11 things that they unveiled today or at that time for uh, the, the festival. But Endwalker is going to release on November 23rd, so you can play it and turn up and have fun. You, there's a, apparently a rad new theme song. I didn't know that was a thing, but hey. Um, well, you, sure. You, I, I you think like they, the old... changed the, they changed the title screen every expansion, so yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice yeah. of them. You'll, you'll be able to play a, a new job, which is the Reaper. Yeah, I'm actually pretty pumped for Reaper. It looks pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all these, all the news, like, actually, is pretty cool looking, honestly. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped for Reaper. I think it looks pretty badass. And yeah. uh, the male, him, let me say, say this right, Ve- Viera? Viera? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the male Viera. Apparently, there are already females in the game. But so now... the thing about Viera is that Viera was a female-only race. If you've ever played FF12, uh, you know, the, the, like, the Viera, they're all female, right? Right, right. Um, so the fact that now they're like surprise male Vier, it's like kind of, kind of, kind of a big deal, I guess, because previously yo, the, were, uh, yo, the girls previously is, is... female only. But yeah, so if you want to be a sexy bunny, um, you know, now you can do it. I'm not gonna lie, this dude looks like he means business. And then when you put it right here, I'm like, Grand Blue ain't got nothing. Actually, gotta, it just reminds me of Grand like, Blue. I like him. I yeah, like it. Yeah, he looks good. He looks. I, I, I like mean, they yeah, look he looks really good. good. He looks. He looks he looks like a sexy bunny. He they like, look like really a sexy bunny. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, really what like it is. Yeah, fangir- they, fangirls they are going to yeah. be on this. Like, girl, I'm telling you, you're going to have like, gonna yeah, have you, whole cafes wanted, for these. If dudes. you wanted to play as like a, if you were like, I'm tired of sexy female bunnies. I want male. male there you bunnies. go. Like, so boom. They, yeah, it's Square Enix has heard your prayers. They got you covered. There's going to be new areas. I think there's like two or three, three new areas. Yeah, one yeah, of, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. One is the moon, I mean, of course. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's called Labyrinthos is one. Yep. It's a, an artificial training ground, so that's going to have you some... go to the, Can't wait you go to the moon. God damn. Yeah, they're taking the moon and the... Uh, is this Mar... I can't even say the name. Mare? Mar? Lamentorium. Lamentorum. I... Um, I'm wait. not sure if it's Mare, Mar, Mare. I don't even know. I'm not sure, it's, but yeah. Something. And then uh, there's a new series, City, called The Old... Shalar, darn it! Why can't I Shalaran? <clears throat> I think that's how you pronounce. I don't know. I haven't played um. I haven't played fourteen in a while, but yeah. So that's cool. I mean, like all, all these are like new environments, and they do have a different kind of theme to each one of them. So that's nice, and you'll be able to take on the Maga Sisters. Yeah, which... I, I, can't, I think I don't know if that's gonna be their first like raid because every expansion has it's a raid basically. So I don't know mm -hmm. if this will be the first raid, but yeah. That's cool. They're from Final Fantasy IV or the Summon from X. Uh, but there, there is a Alliance Raid series. I'm not really sure what this is. Myths, Myths of the Realm. So Alliance Raids are the bigger 24-man raids. 24, 21, 24. Oh, right? sweet. There's two types of raids in 14. There's the 8-man raids, which are the pretty difficult boss fights. They take like 15, 20, 30 minutes to complete. Okay, okay. Um, and then there's Alliance Raids, which are just huge parties, like a lot of members join they're they're not as difficult but they're kind of fun just because the numbers are so big oh huh. yeah. no 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 that sounds hype to me and and then there's a new tribe the lop lop yeah i don't Lop-rites. know they look cute yeah they look cute. <laughs> they're cute little bunnies i mean i guess they're yep. bunnies i don't know if they're bunnies but hey you know if the game gives us more bunnies i'm i'm fine with more bunnies give the bunnies up yep uh, and then for everyone who is in Australia or New Zealand, there's going to be a new data That's center. That's a big deal, by Oceania. the way. That sounds really hype. Play, that sounds, yeah. I play with a lot of people in Australia, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and they have to play on on Japanese server because it's the nearest one to them. So right. this will be a pretty big deal to anyone that I play with in Australia, which is actually a lot of people. So, you know, congrats to you guys. You finally, you did it. You did it, guys. You did it. You, 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 <laughs> you made enough of an impact. Center, yeah. You made an yeah. impact. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's crazy because like when you look at australia on the map in terms of like traveling to australia from japan it's not that yep. close it's like an 11 hour it's flight far, it's far it's really far it's, it's really far, far. Yep. It's, it's far really but far. for some reason in, in in the mind they make it seem like it's so much closer because like some sometimes they'll take here, trips to australia in high school or something so here's why actually i thought it was closer as well is because at least from north america to, to japan uh it's going across the ocean like left or right right and it's still and the time hours. zones the time zones are so different, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That you're like, oh, obviously it's so far because the time zones are so different. But with Australia and Japan, they're like on top of each other. So right, the time right. zones are like way closer. The time zones are like one to two hours off, right? Mm -hmm. Really, mm -hmm. really close time zones. But just because it's they're so far north and south, it's still like far as hell. It's crazy. <laughs> I so, thought it was yeah. going to be cheaper. I looked up some plane tickets because I have a couple of yeah. friends out there and I was like, what is this 11 out what nah this is some yeah mm -mm. yeah yeah it's 11 mm -mm. so i mean if i ever wanted to go to australia i should go visit while i still live in japan i mean i'm probably gonna be in japan for a while but like at least it's 11 hours from japan but if i was gonna do the flight from canada like you know god help me like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah it's yeah. so far yeah. yeah so the uh i guess yeah they're gonna be doing some pre-order bonuses and you get early access starting on november if you, 19th yeah. if you pre-order that's nice. And there's some in-game items. You get an earring and, I guess, a, a minion. I'm not going to go into the specifics, but if you want to pre-order... There's some extra stuff. 
Get that some extras. fucking collector's edition, that statue, though, looks pretty that badass. That looks, I mean, I'm going to zoom in on this a little bit uh, so it looks a little, yeah, there you go. It's, it, I got to say, uh, they, they they really did go all out on this collector's editions with the, the art that it's framed art. You get a little nice little kind of plushy that statue i guess it's a statue it's not a figure it looks bigger it is it's going to be like a statue a small statue so yeah, they've done this before with, their, with their other expansions um mm -hmm. so it's, 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 it's going to be a big ass box by the way that's going to be like big as big as my torso it's a big box that's a, so. that, i mean it looks like a big box and it's the artwork yeah. is beautiful looks like a mono yeah. mono did the, the art again so yep. that's yeah nice. he does all the, the the key kind of art for the series so freelance is still making it big that's uh pretty much it. There's there's more stuff that I definitely encourage you if you want to get into FF14. Uh, Alex is taking requests to for people to join his party. Uh, I mean not really. I'm, <laughs> but you can play 14. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. No, but legit, like honestly, if I'm I kind of pimp the free trial a lot. But if you have a fresh account, like a brand new account, mm -hmm. uh, the free trial is long as hell. By the way, it's completely like no strings attached. You don't have to pay a monthly fee or anything. Um, you can level your character up to level 60 and you have a... up until the end of the first expansion for story quests. You basically get to play the first expansion for, for free. free and for you free. don't have to pay a monthly fee at all. You can jump in and out as you, as you please. So it's pretty, pretty chill for a free, free. trial. Like, for a free trial. Right. Right. That's yeah. like, that's, that, that is something, something new right there. Uh, speaking of more new things, uh, that's not really new. Discord is apparently now six years old. Happy birthday. That's, that's crazy. Actually, I was on Discord yeah. like when it first started. Um, I remember people like, oh, do you have Discord? I'm like, what the hell is a Discord? But yeah, do you like the look? I know people on Reddit are pretty pissed about uh, I, it. I, so I, I guess I should open up. Hold on. Let me open up the, the, the actual story for this. Because so the new Discord bot, I, I think the little Discord bot's kind of cute. They changed the logo. They changed, it, and they, changed the, they changed the font a little bit. Yeah. The, pur the purple is now called Blurple, I think. It's now. pretty, it's, a, it's bluer. <laughs> it's pretty blue. Yeah. It's like so. some, it's like Google is naming this right now. Honestly, that's some Google stuff right there. Blurple. Okay. Well, blue purple, but yeah. Blue purple. Yeah. Blurple. It, it's definitely more saturated. Okay. It's yeah. more saturated. It's more rounded. Uh, and then the colors, you know, they, they did make some more colors to go along with it. Red, white, black, fuchsia, yellow, green, and purple. So some people really don't like the new font. It's not the logo that they hate. It's the font. Like scroll up font. to the top of the article again. And oh, the, look the, the font is kind of weird. I got to admit, it kind of threw me off. I remember when my, when my, uh, my app updated... And I was like, what? what is wrong with this font? <laughs> Why is it so fat? I don't understand. It, it does look kind of weird. I, yeah. I don't, I don't really like, I'm not a fan of it. I like, I like the design for the bot. I'm not a fan yeah, of it. Yeah, the, the, new, the new logo is fine. The font, I, I mean, I didn't like hate it. I don't love it. But give me like three more weeks and I'll be like, okay, hey, whatever. It's just this, that, or yeah. Discord, I mean, whatever. Yeah. You, you won't really see it that much. Honestly, I kind of, I, I do like the other one. I, and I did like the gray colors more than this kind of the, dark, the, the bluer kind of, the, the dark blue. Oh, you mean of, of the, uh, of, of the, the font, of the, of the, of the, uh, the logo, the logo, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. more a fan of the lighter stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and then moving on with Discord, of course, uh, I think before, last week sometime early last week playstation announced that they are teaming up with discord they have invested uh, i guess in a, a little bit of the company a minority stake in, in the company and now they are you know together our teams are already hard at working connecting discord with your social and gaming experience on playstation network 
and that's their goal. so interesting because there was rumors that, you know microsoft was talking to discord right they got, they got discord said no apparently and now sony's like hey uh starting next earliest next year is what they're hoping for they're hoping to bring the you know community experiences allowing friends groups and communities to hang out have fun and communicate more easily while playing games together lord knows i'm tired of putting on two sets of headphones so here's a question. Why do, do you talk to your friends on Discord and not through PlayStation parties? So it happens when I'm doing something like Apex that's cross-platform. Oh, and, and not everyone's on a console. Okay. And not everyone's not on a PC or a console. And I have to, I, you know, I put in my headphones for the game audio. Now I have my capture card, so I don't have to worry about that. But before I had my capture card, it was like, okay, let me use Discord on a mobile device. And, and then, then you have to like run two sets of headphones or something like run that. Run two sets right? of headphones. Yeah. 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 But now it's okay. You just use your capture card to get around that problem or, mm -hmm. or what? That's what I do. I use my capture card to get around it now. For anyone who's interested who has a similar problem and you know you don't have a capture card or you don't stream, um, I remember seeing a product in Japan that was a tiny mixer, basically a handheld Ooh. janky mixer. You plug one in into your controller and you plug the other one into your phone, and then you plug your headphones into the end of this mixer and just basically mixes the two sources together uh with a like a simple volume, like not panner, but like, you know, more, more phone versus more game or something like that. Right. Right. And it's like 20 bucks or something. Um, just grab one of those and there you go. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So hopefully we'll see what that comes out to. And you know, that's, that's fun stuff. Uh, I'm just going to say guilty gear strive story trailer came out, go check it out. Sold bad guy. Yep. Maybe his story is ending that it literally says like, this is the end of this storyline. And well, not not him himself, but just the story of Soul Bad Guy. It all concludes. I haven't been paying attention to what's his. Is he trying to find his wife still, or like? I, I'm like, sure, I don't know. I don't know the story. I need someone to do it. His, his wife Hearts. is. is it's, it's justice, though, right? Spoiler alert! It is justice, right? I don't know. I need someone to do a, a Kingdom Hearts style breakdown for me. I'm sure it'll still be more easy to follow. I'm <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> his wife is Justice, who is the boss of the first game, like boss of Guilty Gear, and then his daughter is Dizzy, the boss of Guilty Gear X. Well, I guess we'll we'll heck we'll we'll find out we'll find out uh the story yeah I, I played more of the beta this weekend and loved it yeah I mean it looks good loved it it is good isn't it I didn't do anything it's this good weekend. it's good it was great actually I I'm I am that much more closer to actually looking into buying not a, a stick? stick because I don't have enough room in my place to oh, just you set a, pad. a stick you get a pad. but getting it yeah getting a, a good pad and just being able yeah. to 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 do some better inputs. Uh, but finally, closing out on like a kind of dumb story. Apparently, I, this is this is interesting because this this is from like 2018. I don't know why this this story popped up on my Google feed, but oh, in, in April of 2018, a 23-year-old university student in Shanghai uh, found some loopholes. Yeah. For ordering a KFC online, and he found out that you you could pay for the food using coupons in a KFC app, then use another app to redeem those same coupons. So uh, he, okay, he kept looping and just getting free food, getting free KFC. That's so what a smart! Oh my god, that's fun. So, I, so mean, I was like, hey, kudos yeah. to him. Obviously, a little bit of a loophole. If you had discovered that yourself, would you have taken advantage of it? Would you tell people about it, or would you just like, you know, would you just no, use it not tell anyone? I, I, I would have used it a couple of times, but this man, this man did all the way through October, and got about nine thousand dollars worth of free chicken. Free chicken. <laughs> and his four friends that he told ordered about one, uh, fourteen hundred to like 
$7,300 worth of chicken themselves. So KFC found out. <laughs> sent they took them to court? They took them to court. They took them to court. And they got charged with fraud? Oh, man. That's so 15 funny. to 30 months in prison and to pay for... free. I, I love how the I fines hope... are just like 155 to $930. Like, I hope it's worth what? it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being in prison for it? Like, and they're like, oh, what are you in for? And they're like, uh, stealing chicken? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, stealing just uh stealing all the chicken that they could. I I I, you know, I, I don't think that they should have gotten prison time for that. That's kind of harsh. Maybe, maybe just like a fine or something like that. Maybe just a fine or something. I don't know. It is is it is it's technically <laughs> is it technically fraud or is it just like abusing the system? It's you know abusing I mean? the, yeah, it's abusing the system. I don't know if that's fraud, but I guess because they had told other people, maybe that's where it kind of crossed the line. Uh, I don't. I'm not don't a know. law expert, so I don't know. You know how eh, to eh, rule it. Eh, we need you to call into the show next week with your opinion. Let us know. You're the only. No, you're the oh, only cause, lawyer. Because you're, you're a lawyer. Exactly. Yeah, is, is it fraud? Yeah. Because fraud or not? Because here's the thing. If <laughs> if he's just basically if the system is built a little poorly and he's kind of just like he's he, using he's the tools, exploiting, ex technically exploiting the system, but not quite doing anything wrong is Man, that it sounds like this happens fraud. all the time every day in real life so <laughs> yeah. it gets dark after that i don't like know it's definitely, I, it's definitely fraud if you like steal the credit card or something like that but if it's just you know what i mean just like, using I the yeah it's just anyways uh, anyways that's, yeah that's that's gonna do it for us this week uh that was like a fun fun show fun show yeah yeah anything you want to close in close out with no no I am not the homie. I am not the homie. Well, there we go. We learned that Alex is not horny. Great. Yeah. So you can follow us once again on our socials at UGP underscore cast, Twitter and Instagram. Go check it out. And also for the YouTube, follow, subscribe. I don't think you can do anything else on the YouTube. You can leave a like on the videos. There yeah, you go. Yeah, you can like, like the video, leave a comment below, down below. Let us know what you thought. Um, definitely go ahead and subscribe. And click the bell icon so you know next time we go live, we'll have to be notified. And you can come and hang out and chat and ask us questions live. Uh, and it'll be way more fun than checking out the podcast when it's not live. There you go. And that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next week for episode number 85 of the Unknown Games podcast, where we talk about maybe chicken. Maybe why? This story has me wanting chicken. All right. I'm sure. Go for it, man. Go hard. All go. right. Yep. There we go. Remember, you set the tone. Go play some games. Have some fun. Stay safe. You're probably already vaccinated, so. Yeah, if you're in America or something like that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, peace. <laughs> peace.